Always remember, the best time to handle an emotion is when you first begin to feel it. What is up, my dear friends, and happy Friday. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am your heartbreak recovery coach coming to you today, teaching you about the six steps to emotional mastery. That's right. We're talking about your emotions, the things that drive you rather than you driving them. The things that make you feel miserable, upset, depressed, alone, happy, fulfilled, abundant, loved, connected, you know, those little things, those big things, those annoying things, emotions. I just wanted to spend some time uh, sitting with you today to talk about this important subject matter. I think if we got to learn how to master our emotions, I believe that we will be able to master our life. And that is no doubt in my mind. So if you want to learn how to master your emotions, then stay tuned because we have six steps that you can take right now today that will help you to be able to improve your quality of life because you're going to be able to finally take control of how you feel. And I hope that feels good to you because at the end of the day, you deserve to feel happy. You deserve to feel fulfilled, love, connected, joyful, more fully alive, abundant, and in control of your life, and more importantly, in control of your emotions. You know, I've found that whenever I feel a painful emotion, there are usually six steps that I can take to very quickly to break my limiting patterns. You know, I find the benefit of that emotion that I'm currently experiencing and I set myself up so that in the future I can get the lesson from the emotion and eliminate it completely and quickly. So let's just take a couple of minutes together to examine the six steps to emotional mastery. Step number one, you've got to identify what you're really feeling. You know, so often I believe people feel so overloaded that they don't even know what the hell they're feeling. All they know is that they're being attacked by all these negative emotions and feelings. So today, what you need to do is step number one is all about identify what you're really feeling. You know, so instead of feeling overloaded by all of these negative emotions, I need you to take a moment to just here at step one, step back for a moment and ask yourself some questions. Maybe pause the uh, video real quick to talk about so that you can get a, a, a pen and a paper out so that you can write down the answers to these questions that I'm about to uh, give to you. Heck, maybe you might even want to write down these questions, but nonetheless, listen, change comes with action. So let's take some action today. And in step one, you've got to ask yourself some questions because I want you to step back for a moment and ask yourself, what am I really feeling right now? If you think at first I'm feeling angry, I need you to begin to ask yourself, am I really feeling angry or is it something else? Because maybe what I'm really feeling is hurt or I feel like I've lost out on someone or something. Realize that a feeling of hurt or a feeling of loss is not as intense as the feeling of anger. So just in taking a moment to identify what you're really feeling and beginning to question your emotions you may be able to lower the emotional intensity you're experiencing and therefore deal with the situation much more quickly and easily. So honestly, identify the emotion that you're experiencing. And one of the things that I take clients through 
um, in one of the first in the first month of my twelve week coaching program is identifying the emotion and how do you identify the emotion? Did you know there's over thirty five thousand words for emotions, and we only use about twenty. This this kind of overwhelms me, but one tool that you can use to get understanding of what you're truly feeling is it's called the emotional wheel. The emotional wheel is such a powerful uh, tool that you can begin to use and implement into your life to help you identify what you're actually really feeling. Because it could be anger or it could be something more like hurt or it could be something more like you feel like you're losing out on something, but to identify that is super important. So go on Google, check it out, type in the emotional wheel. I'm sure it's going to come up. And um, I think you're going to be able to, that tool in and of itself will really be able to help you to identify what it is you're feeling. Now, after you've taken a step back to identify what it is that you're truly feeling by asking those questions, what am I really feeling right now? Um, And then you might say, I'm feeling stressed. Now I need you to ask yourself, am I really feeling stressed or is it something else? Use the emotional wheel to figure that out. Step number two is all about acknowledging and appreciating your emotions. You know, the truth is, is that your emotions are there to support you and you never want to make your emotions wrong. The idea that anything you feel is wrong is a great way to destroy honest communication with yourself as well as with others. So step two, after you've learned to identify the emotion, you need to learn how to be more thankful that there's a part of your brain that is sending you, you know, a signal out there to support you a call to action to make a change in your in either your your life or your perception of that emotion whatever it may be ultimately in step 2 you need to be open to acknowledge it and appreciate it because if you're willing to trust your emotions knowing that even though you don't understand them at the moment each and every one you experience is there to support you in making a positive change you'll immediately stop the war you once had with yourself. Because making an emotion quote-unquote wrong will rarely cause it to become less intense. Whatever you resist tends to persist. So once you've identified the emotion, just step two, simply cultivate the feeling of appreciation for all emotions, knowing that they're there to actually support you. And what that kind of means real quick is when you're feeling stressed, your body is letting you know that what you're currently doing or not doing needs to change that you need to change your approach or you need to just go after an approach but it's a signal it's a support signal saying hey you're you're off track you're not living in alignment to who you are and who you want to be and what you should be doing and i'm here to support you by signaling this stress response this overwhelming feeling this this whatever emotion it is Your body and your mind is a beautiful thing and it's there to support you. So appreciate it. Step two is appreciation. Step number three is getting curious about the message this emotion is offering you. You know, ideally, I've learned that getting curious helps you to master your emotions, solve the challenge, and prevent the same problem from occurring in the future. As you begin to feel the emotion, I need you to get curious about what it really has to offer you. What do you need to do right now to make things better. For example, if you're feeling lonely, get curious and ask, is it possible that I'm just misinterpreting the situation to mean that I'm alone? You know, when in reality, I have all kinds of friends and family. If I just let them know that I want to visit with them, wouldn't they love to just visit with you as well? 
Is my loneliness giving me a message that I need to take action, reach out more, and connect with people? Ideally, you just need to get curious about this. Because a lot of the times when I coach people, especially folks that have kids that just went through a, a breakup or divorce, they feel lonely. I'm like, yeah, but you have three kids, you know? <laughs> you've got two kids, you know? You've got a dog. What do you mean? What do you mean you feel lonely? You see, loneliness is all in our mind. We are surrounded by seven point some billion amount of people. We're, we're a connected world. Loneliness is just your focus, what you're focused on. And what we need for you to do And step number three is just get curious about the message that this emotion is offering you. And how can you get curious about it? Well, curiosity, where does it come from? Asking questions. That's right. Here are four questions to ask yourself so that you can become more curious about the emotion that you're experiencing. For example, when I feel, let's just say, stressed, okay, I ask myself question one, what do I really want to feel in this moment? What do I really want to feel in this moment? I don't want to feel stressed, but what do I really want to feel? Maybe it's control. Maybe I want to feel more in control of the situation, more in control of my destiny, more in control of my life and my relationship and my love and my my emotions. Question two, what would I have to believe in order to feel the way I've been feeling? So ideally, when I'm talking about stress, what would I have to believe in order to feel the stress um, that I've been feeling? Well, I have to believe that the reason why I feel stress is because I feel incapable. Maybe I'm incapable of loving Maybe I'm incapable of building a business. Maybe I'm incapable of uh, speaking in front of people. Maybe I feel incapable. But at the end of the day, I have to believe that I'm incapable. Because if I felt capable, I wouldn't feel stressed about the situation. Sometimes stress comes from not feeling like you're in control. So what would I have to believe? I would have to believe that I'm not in control of the situation and I'm not capable of changing the situation. Does this make sense? Number three. What am I willing to do to create a solution and handle this right now? Well, normally, when I'm feeling stressed and like I'm not in control of something, I get a game plan. I I literally write out a game plan. Get out a pen and paper, sit down with my thoughts, and be like, without judgment, how would I execute on this? How would I love deeper? How would I be able to build this business faster? How would I be able to impact more people? How would I be able to find a job quicker? How would I be able to, you know, I get a game plan. I set out a game plan and I take action. And then what can I learn from this feeling, this stressful feeling? Well, I think at the end of my life, I'm going to say, I wish I didn't stress more. I wish I didn't stress as much as I did. What can I learn from this is stress is not here to serve me. It's not doing me any good. It doesn't put me in a beautiful state. It doesn't help me create happiness or joy or fulfillment. It makes me feel miserable, disconnected from my wife, disconnected from my heart, and for my purpose and for my power. I don't want to feel this way. So what has stress actually taught me? That it's there to support me, to get me back in alignment to who I truly want to be. So as you get curious about your emotions, you'll learn to you know uh, distinguish about them. You're, you'll be able to um, learn important distinction, distinctions about them. And not only today, but in the future as well. So step number four, after you ideally go through step one, which is identifying what you're really feeling. Step two, acknowledge and appreciate your emotions. Step three, get curious about the message that this emotion is offering you. Step four is about getting confident. That's right. Get confident that you can handle this emotion immediately. 
the quickest way and the most simplest way and the most powerful way I know to handle any emotion is to remember a time when I felt a similar emotion and realize that I have successfully handled this emotion before. For example, when was the last time I felt stressed and then I moved away from the stress? Well, the last time I felt stressed was yesterday. How did I handle that? Well, there's two methods that I use to handle my stress. When I really felt it, the tense, the intensity in my back, I hold a lot of stress in my back, right? Well, one of the things that I did was the squeezing technique. I've learned to take a deep breath in, hold my breath for a couple minutes, for a couple seconds, and then I release it. Now, while I breathe in, I squeeze my hands as hard as I can together. I squeeze my back I tighten my body, every part of my body that I can tighten, I tighten it and I hold it for five to 10 seconds and then I release. I just allow myself to drop, okay? This allows me to basically relax my body, relax my mind and just feel a moment of relaxation because that after the intensity of the tightening of my muscles and I go in, in my, and I release that intensity, my body goes into a relaxed state. And then the stress begins to dissolve. Another thing that I used to do um, and that I still do when I feel stressed is oftentimes I'll either go for a walk or I'll meditate. Those are the two powerful techniques when I'm trying to get out of the stressful state as I, as I go for a walk, which is very helpful, or I go through, um, you know, I go through a meditation. But what I need you to do is so stop right now and think about a time when you felt the same emotions that you're currently experiencing and Learn how you dealt with them in a positive way in the past. I need you to use this as the role model or so-called checklist for what you can do right now to change how you feel. You know, what did you actually do back then when you were feeling the way that you feel now? Did you change what you were focused on? Did you ask yourself better questions? Or did you take some kind of new action? I need you to decide to do the same right now with the confidence that it will work just as it did before. For example, if you're feeling depressed, are you, have you been able to turn it around before? And if so, what did you actually do back then? Did you take some new action like going out for a run or making us some phone calls or, you know, what did you do? Now, once you've made some distinctions about what you did in the past, do the same thing now. And what you'll find is you'll get similar results. So connect, get confident with that emotion by understanding and remembering a time when you felt a similar emotion and realized that you've successfully handled this emotion before. How beautiful is that? Step number five, after you gain some confidence and knowing that, hey, I was stressed before, I learned how to relieve that stress. Um, I, I stopped focusing on the, the project. I went for a walk. I meditated. I um, you know, in, it intensely squeezed all my muscles in my body and then released them. Um, once you've got confident in knowing how you handled it once before, you need to get certain that you can handle this not only today, but in the future as well. That's step number five. So after you've learned that you've overcome it successfully in the past, you can now gain a set of, of a feeling of certainty that you can handle this not only today, but also in the future as well. You know, you want to feel certain that you can handle this emotion easily in the future by having a plan to do so. And one way to do this is to simply remember the ways you've handled in the past and rehearse handling situations where this negative emotion would come up in the future. I think ideally this is going to be such a powerful step. So what you really need to do is just see, hear, and feel yourself handling the situation easily. 
I need you to go through your thoughts and replay, you know, um, this emotional intensity over and over again. And then I need you to jot down on a piece of paper three or four other ways that you could change your perception when this negative emotion comes up or ways that you could change how you were communicating your feelings or needs or perhaps even ways that you could change the action you were taking in the particular situation. So for example, how you gain certainty you know, is just coming up with a game plan. So every time that I feel stressed, here's the three things that I'm going to do when I feel stressed. When I feel depressed, here's the three ways that I'm going to get myself out of depression. A lot of you do not have a plan for pleasure, so you'll only gain more pain. So let's gain a plan for pleasure. So the next time you feel negative, you feel overwhelmed, you feel stressed, you feel depressed, you feel alone. Let's say if you're feeling alone, what are the three things that you can do that can actually help you feel better right now and pull yourself out of it? Number one, you can learn from your past. Remember the last time you felt lonely? What did you do to pull yourself out of it? Because you weren't always feeling lonely. Number two, you could sit down and realize that, hey, if I feel alone, I need to maybe put myself around people. Maybe I need to go for a walk. Maybe I need to connect with nature. There's something about a beautiful walk in the woods that make you feel more connected to God, to the universe, to the support system that those trees run off of. I don't know. Anyway, my last step is step six. Get excited and take some action. The last step here, after you finished the first five steps, you know, you've identified what you were really feeling. You appreciated that emotion that you were uh, feeling instead of fighting it. You got curious about what it really meant to you and the lessons it was offering you. You learned from it. You figured out how to turn things around by modeling your success successful past strategies for handling the emotion and rehearse dealing with it in a future situation and installed a sense of certainty. The final step is just getting excited and taking action. You know, you don't want to stay stuck in the limiting emotions you're having. You need to express yourself by using what you rehearse internally to create a change in your perception or your action. So just get excited about the fact that you can easily handle this emotion. Like, this emotion is no longer going to control you. It's you're going to control it and take some time, you know, uh, to act upon that, uh, emotion when you experience it, because I believe with these six steps, you can master virtually any emotion that comes up in your life. You know, if you find yourself dealing with the same emotion again and again, this step, these six steps will definitely help you identify the pattern and change it in a very short period of time. And always remember, the more you do it, the easier it will become. The more you go through these six steps, the easier it will become. And pretty soon you'll find yourself being able to navigate your way through what you used to think were emotional minefields. You'll be able to actually be in more of control of your emotions. And lastly, I want to wrap it up with this. Remember, the best time to handle an emotion is when you first begin to feel it. So use these six steps the next time you feel anything but what you want to feel. And you will begin to experience more joy, aliveness, and control in your life.